You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded Podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, find more clients, and monetize. Today, I am excited because we are talking to the legalpreneur, as she calls herself, Andrea, and this episode is going to be so very important. Number one, because as creatives, as entrepreneurs, there are many legal things that we may not even know about when it comes to social media and beyond. And so Andrea is here today to give us all these tips. And you know, we only have the best experts on the Social Media Decoded podcast to drop all the gems. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited to chat all things legal. How are you doing today? Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited for this. I, I'm pumped. I'm ready. Yes, I'm ready to. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. How did you get into your profession and some one one exciting fact about you? I have a lot of really random facts. Um, I'm actually recording in a poker club. I used to own a poker club. <laughs> And my I sold it, but my brother still runs it, and they don't have they don't they're not open during the day, so I just work from here during the day. Um, so that's my exciting random fact. And I got started a number of years ago. I mean, I honestly, I'm just a serial entrepreneur. And when I was graduating from college, going to law school, I realized that I was about to be really really poor because you can't even work in law school. So what I started doing was selling my clothes on Poshmark, which I think a lot of people have heard of Poshmark by now. Well, I was one of the original sellers on Poshmark. I spoke at their conference. I was like one of the OGs of Poshmark. Well, that grew like crazy. I actually started my own website for my own clothing boutique. We opened a brick and mortar store. We ended up manufacturing clothing. Like it was like we did the whole retail thing. Well, then I graduated from law school and I actually had the big law firm job that most attorneys dream of. And I thought I was set for life. Like at that point, that was my dream job. And I remember the first week at the job, I was sitting there in my office and it hit me all of a sudden because there was all of these old white men in these three piece suits walking around. And it hit me. I was like, oh my God, they've been here since they were my age. And legitimately from that moment, I was like, I have to get out of here. I can't sit here with my butt in this seat for the next 40 years of my life. And so from that moment forward, I was trying to find my way out. But my now my ex-husband was staying home with our son at the time, who was eight months old when I started at the firm. And if, so I was the only breadwinner, so I couldn't exactly just up and quit. But throughout that first year there, a lot of small business owners continued to reach out to me from that first business. And they needed help with trademarks, LLC filings, all these little things. And I thought the firm was going to love me. I was a first-year associate bringing in business. I was like, this is my place in the firm. Like, I'm just going to be a rainmaker. I was so excited. And then the firm basically told me, we don't waste our time. We do not want small businesses. And it was a partner that literally told me this to my face. And I remember thinking, like, 
this is not for me. And I think a lot of us have these big defining moments in our life. And I remember standing there in his office that day, just remembering like, this is it. Like I, I cannot spend another day in here. And so from that moment forward, I was a hundred percent like concretely planning my exit because I, I, you know, I had an idea, like, I think I'm going to have business if I start my own firm, but you never know for sure. And (laughs) it was a month later we had put our house for sale. We were in Cincinnati at the time. We put it for sale on a Monday to move down to Houston because I was just going to find a job here in Houston and figure it out. So put the house on sale Monday. Wednesday comes around and I'm miserable. And I text my husband at the time. I'm like, I hate this place. Like I'm ready to quit. Like I think we have enough money to hold us over. Can I just quit? And he said, just wait until we have a contract on the house and then you can quit. That way we know what's going to sell. Fair enough. Like, I'm totally okay with that. I can wait. Like, there's a light. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. So that was Wednesday. On Friday, the managing partner and my mentor walk into my office. And the moment they walk in, I knew. Because I'm like five minorities rolled into one. So I had already known, like, they, they can't fire me. Or if they fire me, they have to give me a severance package. So they basically gave me two options. One was, like, a probation period in the office. And then the second was to go and I would get a severance package. And I was like, where do I sign? I'm out. (laughs) So I luckily got a severance package. I posted in some Facebook groups that evening when I got home on on that Friday. I said, hey, I'm officially starting my firm. And I had my first client that night. And that was that. Wow. Anybody listening to this? (laughs) Anybody listening to this? Okay. We have similar stories. I got fired from my job too. And I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to start my own thing, right? And so listening to this, we all have different places where we start or things that may happen. But if you want to start your own business, you totally can do so. So let this be an inspiration and such an amazing story. I'm so glad that you were able to leave that unfulfilled place to start something amazing that you love. And that leads us into calling yourself the legalpreneur. So you call yourself the legalpreneur. I actually, I love that. I think that that is like, you know, branding is important. You want to be known and it's something for people to easily remember. So tell us more about like how you came up with the name and how you came up with that. This is such a good question. So I started my firm really trying to figure out my niche, but it ultimately ended up really being trademarks, which is all about brand building. And when I launched my firm, I was Andrea Sager Law. But I knew in the back of my mind, okay, number one, I don't want to be a practicing attorney forever. And number two, I want to build a brand. I don't want to just be Andrea Sager, the law firm, which a personal brand is great, but I did not want to be a lawyer for the rest of my life, which is why I knew I had to figure something out. So trying to figure out how can I come up with a brand And slowly knowing, okay, I'm going to have to transition, go from Andrea Sager to legalpreneur. So we started introducing the legalpreneur membership in the law firm. And, you know, slowly from there, I mean, it's been a few years now, but now a lot of people don't, it's funny because some people now don't even know me as Andrea Sager. It's just legalpreneur, which is really, really cool to see from an overall brand perspective because anybody that's been in business and has built a brand knows how hard it can be to transition names and even just get people to remember your name. So now I love how people are actually just 
like, oh yeah, the legalpreneur, legalpreneur, like people actually remember the name. So it's really cool. Yeah. And I like how you talked about pivoting because I started out on Instagram too as a totally different name. My previous name was Naturalista86 from back in the day, you all, when I used to do the natural hair videos. That's no longer a part of my brand. But like you said, it does take some, you know, time and just thinking and thoughts, how you're going to do everything just to really get people to know about your new brand. And so again, for anybody listening, it is possible to pivot your brand Andrea and myself are sitting here telling you that we've successfully pivoted our brands and now people don't even know us for our previous names or previous brands. So if you're thinking like, I can't do this, like it's too much, take this as a sign right now that you can pivot your brand and they can know you for whatever your new niche is, your new name is, whatever. Of course, this is the Social Media Decoded podcast and we talk about marketing and you have to market yourself. Okay, so. In order to do that, I'm sure you had to put together a plan. Can you just give us a little rundown of how you like rolled that out? Yeah. So, and I was, I actually was very strategic about it. And because, so my ultimate goal is to sell Legalpreneur for a billion dollars one day. And I knew Andrea Sayer Law is not going to be a billion dollar brand. And what, you know, I had to really create the name to grow into. So we introduced the Legalpreneur membership back in 2019, very beta version. And people, I remember people would be like, hey, that legal membership that you have. And I would always be very persistent about, hey, yeah, the legalpreneur membership. And it's just really training your audience to use the name and not just refer to it as some generic name, which is fine. But if you really want to build a brand, you really need to train your people, your audience to use that name. And so we started with the Legalpreneur membership, which was in the law firm. And then we launched Legalpreneur, the company in 2020. And that housed a couple of products like our contract vault, which is our contract templates. And we have LLC filings with Legalpreneur, that that brand then. And then slowly but surely, we started building that brand out on its own. So we started as a subset of a product in the law firm and then we built it out into its own brand. It's not associated with the law firm at all anymore. Now it's Legalpreneur, the company. Oh, see, see, that was just a masterclass. I hope you all were taking notes. I hope you all were taking notes. <laughs> so I want to talk about small businesses and create as a creator. You know, there are tons of creators listen to this podcast and we all have small businesses and we shouldn't wait to blow we shouldn't wait till we blow up to get yeah. legal protection and that's what some people think. So, and I 100% agree with this. So, what are some tips that you like to give to people when starting their small businesses? Like what should we think about or be thinking about in the back of our heads? I love how you bring this up because that is one of the biggest fears and misconceptions that people have. It's like, oh, I'll just wait until this or until this to get legally protected. And it's just like a savings goal. If you don't start saving a little bit now, you're never going to, you know, hit these goals or whatever. If you're like, oh, I'm waiting till this, waiting till this, if you're, you're just going to wait forever. So first you need to figure out, okay, what is your mindset around the legal stuff? Because for most people, it's either, it's so they they think it's too scary or too expensive to undertake, especially as a small business owner. And for those two things, like I really 
encourage people to dig into why you believe that because it's I 100% not the case. It is scary and intimidating and expensive when you wait to protect yourself because that's when issues happen. So at Legalpreneur, we put an emphasis on being proactive with legal protection in order to avoid any issues. So number one is figuring out what do you need. And we really drill it down to the core three. And that's what applies to pretty much every single business. And then every business still has additional needs, but every single business has the core three needs, which can be done for next to nothing or very, very low cost, which is your entity, your LLC, your contracts, and then your intellectual property. Because most businesses are online, intellectual property is 100 times more important than it was 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. And how how can we protect our intellectual property, especially as creators? We're always creating videos and all types of things and documents and coaching programs and so many things. So how can we like think about protecting ourselves or what are some things that we need to think about within our business and especially when it comes to social media? Yeah. So for intellectual property, this is patents, trademarks, and copyrights. Patents are inventions. They're not something that I cover. Trademarks are your branding. This is anything that identifies your brand, your brand name, your logo, your slogan, a product name, a service name. Anything that has a unique name within your business, it can probably be protected with a trademark. And you do need to have a federal trademark federal trademark registration in order to have protection throughout the U.S., For copyrights, this is your content, your creative work. So the videos, the photos, the long-form Instagram captions, your website copy, all of that is protected with a copyright. And the thing is, copyrights, you actually do have federal protection the moment the work is created. You do not need a federal copyright registration to have protection. It does, it, it is beneficial if you have the registration before somebody infringes, but most of the clients that we work with, they don't need to worry about copyright registrations. Most of the people that we work with who we do have them in a routine of registering their copyrights, photographers, designers. But if you're a coach, if you are providing a service for the online business space, you probably don't need copyright registrations. And of course, it's a one, uh, one-on-one basis. But for the most part, your money is better spent on a trademark registration. So the clients that we work with have next to no legal budget. So it's my job to make their tiny, tiny budget go as far as possible. So I always say your money is better spent on a federal trademark application instead of a copyright application. That was such a great breakdown. And I, you know, I've done my fair share of researching all these things. And so I do know that what you're saying is true because I've researched (laughs) it. So I'm like, yes, yes, make sure that you have this stuff protected because, I mean, it's just really, really important. And so thank you for that breakdown. And that helps us if coaches are listening, consultants, um, it just really helps us to know what we need to look for. So I want to talk about being an entrepreneur because. This is we talk about owning business on this podcast and the struggles and things that we go through and it can be overwhelming. So especially in the digital and content, social media, Instagram changing, shutting down all these things. How do you keep things simplified? Like even within your business, like how do you make things so simple so that you're not like going crazy? Oh, man. That's a good question, especially right now. I feel like we're in such a rocky time. So we... um, 
a year ago is when I transitioned like completely out of the law firm to true legal tech. And so I've been very much in the tech space over the past year. And we we were raising money. We So I've been in like the VC world for a while now. And right now, I it's a really rocky time for tech companies. And so honestly, right now, to keep my own peace, I stay off. I stay off the internet. So I've been. I'm normally really active in like tech Twitter, but I have just stayed off Twitter because things are just going crazy. And for business specifically, my I'm very very lucky in that my best friend, my I, I always tell people my real life best friend is also my business best friend. She's my COO, and I'm very very lucky that we are able to maintain and have even a better friendship working together. And she is literally the reason why things run so smoothly. Like she is the ops. She's the integrator. Basically I'm like, Oh, I have an idea to do this. And then she runs and goes and does the, this. And so our relationship is beautiful in that we know how to turn our brains off from friend mode to business mode. And I'm very, very, very fortunate to have somebody that I love and adore so much also be my work best friend, because as we know, a lot of times that it doesn't work out like that. Um, But if it wasn't for her, there's absolutely no way that we would be where we are today. Yes. Organization is so important. I'm so glad that you have that support. And yes, and I totally understand having someone that, you know, you can work with in business and I work with my husband. And so I can definitely (laughs) agree with you. We work together so good. Like he's working on a pitch right now. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to, we're going to, you're going to put the pitch together and tell me what I need to say. I'm going to say it. And so having someone to bounce ideas off of, or even like you said, be, do something that maybe they do better than you, right? And yeah. so they they can, you know, hold that weight and you can bring something else to the table. So I'm really um, happy to hear that you're running a business with your best friend. That's yeah. totally awesome. So I'm a book person. I don't know about you, but I love books. And so I want to talk about books. What are any books or resources that you use when starting your business? Uh, when starting my business, I will say... Not even like a true like business book, but Money and the Law of Attraction by Esther Hicks. That was a huge one for my mindset. And just and that was really what got me dabbled into money mindset and really, you know, spirituality as a whole. Um, looking back from where I was five, you know, four or five years ago, my life is completely different. And a lot of it is because I really started digging into spirituality, energetics, and realizing we're working with a higher power and we can pretty much manipulate anything that we want to get anything that we want. And so I would say Money and the Law of Attraction was a really good book to get me started there. And then I would say for anybody that is just now starting their business, the Legalpreneur book is one that will be very, very helpful in learning more about the legal side of your business and learning how to implement the steps yourself without having to even pay attorney fees. Yes. And we're going to put the link for that in the show notes. So make sure you check out the Legalpreneur book. And I agree with you about money mindset. I think that 
as business owners, we definitely, there are some things that we may have learned in our childhood that are blocking our money mindsets. And so it's important for you as an entrepreneur to work on your money mindset every single day. And just like you, I am nowhere from where I used to be thinking about (laughs) money. Today, I'm like, it's abundant. It comes to me because all it is is energy and you can really Mm -hmm. create, like you said, any single thing you want. And so I'm going to, I'm going to add a book in here too, for everybody. If you are looking to definitely increase things quickly, you should read the book, The Magic by Rhonda Bryan. And it has 28 days of activities for you to do to be able to generate more money within your business. So definitely check that book out too. In addition to the amazing books that Andrea has said here, but the legalpreneur, my creators, my business owners, small business owners, get this book so that you know exactly what it is that you need to do, like she said, without having to hire a professional right away, but you're going to need one. Let me just say that (laughs) you're going to need an attorney because if you run a business, you should have an attorney, an accountant, like two things Mm -hmm. that I know that you absolutely need and cannot do much if you don't have those. So thank you so much for that mention and for those amazing books. But this has been Mm -hmm. such an amazing episode packed with gems, packed with so many gems. Can you let the audience know where we can find you? If you have anything special that you have going on, you want them to check out. Um, But yeah, where can we find you online? Yeah. So I'd love to give away a copy of the book. If you just tag my Instagram handle at The Legalpreneur and your Instagram handle as well, just tag us both. Let us know what you like most about this episode and we will pick one winner to get a free copy of the book. And if you're like, hey, I just need my hands on this already, you can pre-order the book at legalpreneurbook.com and you actually get a free one-on-one call with me because you get access to the Legal Protection Playbook, which is a three-part course teaching you everything you didn't know you needed to know about the legal side of your business. And that comes with a one-on-one call with me That way we can chat specifics about your business because ultimately there's only so much that can be automated and taught when it comes to the legal side of business. It ultimately just comes down to working with a professional and figuring out, okay, what exactly do you need and how can you get that done? Absolutely. Yes. Make sure you guys check that out. A free one-on-one call. That's like... I know that's a great value. Already, I can just tell. I know it's a great value. So I would definitely be on that. Thank you so much, Andrea, for dropping so many gems today. This has been such a great episode. And yes, please tag us on Instagram. Definitely. If you love this episode, if you felt that you got some gems today, tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and let me know what you loved about today's episode. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one.